You're with Julian on the brand note and why Jacinda Ardern has just made smoking sexy again. She could if she smoked a crack pipe. That... So there was this deep fake going around of her smoking a crack pipe. Bizarre. Anyway, they've been, they're trying to introduce legislation in New Zealand to ban smoking, and I don't like this. I do smoke, uh, but that's not the reason. I, I, I hate using the terminology that is often associated with blowhards like Piers Morgan or, you know, the, the, the right of um, the media, but the nanny state where the state has too much involved in you. And I think banning smoking is, is overstepping the mark. It's too much for me. Um, there are a lot of reasons why. Um, no one is saying that it's good for you, but what point are you allowed to make personal choices to do things? The biggest health problem in the world, in the Western world, is junk food. Um, in New Zealand, they're trying to pass legislation so that no one born after 2008 can buy a cigarette. Smoking rates are so low now, it doesn't, it's not worth it. All you're going to do is make it sexy. All you're going to do is make people want to do something that's illegal. I think when I probably had a cigarette aged about 10, it was probably because it was naughty. Uh, it wasn't because I knew what it was like and I knew it was good, was it? How would I know? It was because it was this, you know, slightly rebellious act. And it just wouldn't work because you're going to have half of society with access to cigarettes and half of society who can just get them off of you. What are you going to do? Start arresting teenagers. They're not allowing them to be sold to people below a certain age. That's crap. It just that is, How will that actually do anything? You will promote smoking to a younger generation more than anyone else, Jacinda. I mean, smoking for me is a real bellwether on how the working class and the middle class have been screwed over. Because there are lots of ways that since the 1980s and neoliberalism, the tax burden has shifted from corporations and the rich to the middle class and working class. A good example is um, good service tax or VAT in the UK. We call it GST here, where you pay tax on items you buy. These are taxes on the poor because there's more of them. There's more of the poor and the lower middle classes than there are rich people. As the famous analogy goes, a rich person buys the same amount of jeans and cups of coffee as a poor person, but there are a hundred times the number of poor people. So if you put a tax on those things, it is disproportionately affecting the poorer part of society and lifting the burden on the wealthier side. No more is that self-evidence than the unbelievably high taxes on smoking, which is, um, it's been the easiest goal for governments to score because they just perpetually say that they're doing it for public health. And making things that poor people buy more expensive isn't really that, I don't think, because they've continued to smoke. They've just had less money. So it's, it's, that has always been a massive problem for me. They've used it as a cash cow because they can hammer smokers and no one cares. But the majority of people buying cigarettes are in that lower socioeconomic group. So they end up paying more of their money into taxes. So you might say, well, it's a good thing that they're banning it. But that's not what will happen. It won't be bad. 
in places where they've tried to ban it, there has been... The, allegedly, smoking is a more addictive addiction than cocaine or heroin. In places where they've banned it, the black market trade in cigarettes is insane. They've had riots in Russia over you know cigarette shortages. This isn't going to stop people smoking. It's going to make people start. Because if I saw everyone smoking when I was a kid and, you know, it was boring, I probably wouldn't have started. But telling every teenager growing up in this, we've got now the most anxious teenagers in world history. We've had the most, like, with the combination of uh, an adult population that has destroyed everything about life for the last two decades, or four decades, with um, a combination of, you know, the economic policies, right-wing populism, destroying the planet. Everything is just, you know, made teenagers more and more anxious to the point where we have a record number of American teenagers that won't take their driving test because they're too scared to. And, uh, and social media being the lead thing of that by making people much more self-reflective, uh, holding themselves up to much more unattainable people uh, focusing on fame as being the be-all and end-all, and social media being an inescapable peer group that follows you wherever you go. So we've got these really anxious people that we're going to start banning smoking. I don't know if you know this, but people smoke because they're anxious, because it calms them down. Uh, uh, but, but, but beyond all of that, I just think I think enough people have stopped smoking that you don't need to make it a rule. I just think it's the state overstepping too much here. So I don't think you're doing what you want to, Jacinda. I think that there is a certain amount of personal liberty. And again, I don't want to stand next to these libertarians, but ban junk food if you want to, because that's having a really negative effect on society and the cost of healthcare. But not enough people smoke anymore for it to really be a big deal. What you are doing is stopping things that are, are problematic on the basis of people that have zero tolerance. You know, you ask, there are some people that say that the tolerance level for alcohol, I remember this UK doctor saying that you should share a 200 milliliter glass of wine a night with three people. I don't want to live in this world. I don't. I don't care. I, I eat well. I cook all my own meals. I don't buy junk food. I don't use you know home delivery food i do some bits but i just don't want the state getting into my knickers like that thank you